Mindset Podcast is brought to you by Sarah and Kaylee. Join us every Monday and Thursday as we bring the most impactful ideas to shift your mind and provide you with skills and ideas to succeed in any area of your life. Our expertise help individuals to make decisions and achieve personal and professional success by opening the mind to all that you are capable of and empowering you to do it through motivation and inspiration. Hey, hey, welcome back. Happy Thursday. How are you doing, Kaylee? I am amazing. <laughs> How are you, Sarah? So, so good. It's been, you know, the week's flying by. Summer's flying by. Oh, my God, right? Like middle of July. How is this happening? It's like almost crazy. the end of July. It's insane. Yeah, it's like, what, the 23rd or something? I know, and I know a lot of our American friends have kids going back to school, hopefully, fingers crossed, in August. Yeah, no kidding, eh? Like, holy, this this whole year, it's our, we're already into the second half, one, one month in already. I know, unbelievable. Super excited for today's topic. We're really going to dive into sales now. So if you are high ticket coach or consultant, network marketer, stay tuned because we're going to teach you how to scale your business. So uh, today I want to talk about the importance of asking questions. So I love John C. Maxwell. I think he is a brilliant uh, strategist. I love his content. And he talks about, he says, you only get answers to the questions you ask. Yeah. Like, how true is that? So I get a lot of people, you know, who send me messages and say, well, they didn't respond. And I say, okay, send me a screenshot. I'm like, well, you ended your question with a period. So it's not a question. You just ended the sentence. So how can they respond if you don't ask a question? Yeah, that's so true, right? Not everybody's, not everybody is an eager beaver in messenger, right? Not everybody's a chatter. So to get the questions that you need out to be answered, that's exactly what you have to do, Sarah, is you always have to be asking a question to keep them engaged. And there's no such thing as a dumb question. Because I know a lot of people will be like, I don't know what question to ask or what the right question will be. All you want to do is you want to re-engage the conversation. So if the conversation goes stale, ask a question. Hey, do you think daylight savings time could be contributing to global warming? Right? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. ask a question. And they'll be like, what? And then you start the con- conversation because the whole point of asking a question is to re-engage in conversation. That's all it is. It's not about making a sale. It's not about asking them to look at your product or service. It's about re-engaging the conversation because sales is content plus conversation. So if you have good content on your page, you're going to have people following you. You're able to move to a conversation. That's all sales is. So you need to master conversation, not sales. People are like, oh, I need to master sales. No, you need to master the conversation because the sale happens in the conversation. Yeah. And I think too, with mastering the conversation, you also need to, um, I don't want to go too far off the topic, but you you need to master your message as well, because the questions are going to come from what it is that you're, you're serving for, right? What it is that you're doing. You're going to be asking questions based around your message and what it is you're doing, right, Sarah? Yeah. You want to be human first. Yeah, that's all it is. It's human first. So there's a gigantic difference between the person who has no questions to help his or her process and the person who has profound questions available. 
So without profound questions, you're going to have shallow answers, lack of confidence, poor decision-making, live in mental fog, work on low priorities, and have immature processing. Now, if you have profound questions, you're going to have profound answers, life confidence, wise decision-making, crystal clear focus, focused on the highest priority and mature processing. Now, I got this from the book, um, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions, Your Foundation for Successful Leadership by John C. Maxwell. Excellent, excellent book. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good questions um, to ask. But the, th- the thing is, is when you're having the conversations, you want to be you want to be meaningful too, right? You don't want to just ask the questions just to ask them. Like you want to have a purpose and a meaning behind what it is you're doing because especially with sales and master, like you think you're mastering sales, you're really just mastering the communication, but people can know that you're selling them from a mile away. So if you come into a conversation with salesy questions if you're just going straight to questions about you know the offer how do you even know how do you even know that they need or want your offer you don't so it's having the valuable questions to begin with so it's very simple actually write down no it's so starting with your offer starting with your message what it is you're there to help what the problem is that you're solving and what your service solves for for a person or organization or whatever it is that you do, write down questions to help see if they have that problem that you're trying to solve because not everybody needs what it is that you're doing, right? But it's having the valuable questions to uncover that and, and determine if the person you're talking to is a good fit or if they're not. Yep. Uh, another thing too is write down the objections that you would you think you would get and then yeah. reverse engineer them, right? You can reverse engineer them. So Thomas Watson states the ability to ask the right question is more than half of the battle of finding the answer. So it's having those right questions. Questions unlock the and open doors that will remain closed. Like I said, I don't know how many conversations I've had that's gone stale. And until I learned how to re-engage the conversation by asking questions or asking strategic questions. So like Kaylee and I are in sales, right? We are in sales. We're strategists. This is what we do. We do a lot of mindset training as well. And so when we are in conversation, it's asking questions. Hey, have you ever, you know, um, have you ever read the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza? asking that question. They'll say yes or no, right? And then you start the conversation. Oh my gosh, I read it. This was my biggest takeaway. I think you'd absolutely love it. Sometimes I take a picture of the page and I send it to them, right? Then you re-engage the conversation. Oh, how have you been doing for the last year? I like to go back in my messenger. So I do a lot. My business is on Facebook. I love Facebook. I love the community. Um, So I sometimes go back into my messages and I see when our first conversation was and I'm like, can you believe we've already been chatting for a year and a half? I remember when you when we first started chatting, you were telling me that you wanted to hit this rank in your business. How did it go? Did you did you meet that that rank? And then it brings them back and be like, "Wow, a year and a half ago I set that goal and I didn't reach it." Right? That's so, huge. Yep. 
That's huge because that's that's the awesome thing about Facebook too. Eh? It's um it's so organized. Like everything's saved in chats and if you want a really good messenger organizer, get a hold of Sarah. She has a crazy awesome link for this messenger organizer where you never ever miss a chat. Um like it's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> besides that, that's a huge tip, Sarah, is to go back because as you know, as well as we do, like we just said at the beginning of this podcast, eight minutes ago already, the year is flying by. People don't realize how fast their lives are flying by and goals that they've set days ago, weeks ago, turn into years. That's how fast it goes. So to, to bring that up to them right there, that's a, a question to re-engage a conversation that maybe has been a stale for a year, right? Because that's an aha moment being like, holy shit, I wanted to do that a year ago and I haven't even moved towards it. But then they're watching you constantly show up, constantly give value, constantly be providing everything to your followers. And they're watching you and they're like, she offered me help a year ago. Look where she is. Look what she's accomplished. And she wanted me to come on this journey with her. And I said, no, I can do it myself. Yep. Like, it's it's a huge eye-opener when you bring time into it. So successful leaders relentlessly ask questions. Relentlessly. I love asking questions. It's like peeling an onion. I will ask the questions until they give me the answer. I don't even have to get, I don't even have to ask them the question. They'll give me the answer. Questions are the most effective means of connecting with people. So John C. Maxwell states that the world, the word communication comes from the Latin word com, communize, meaning common. So before we can communicate, we must establish commonality. Right? How many times, Kaylee, how many times do people, you accept that friend request and 30 seconds later, they're in your messenger with their big long pitch inviting you to look at what it is they're offering. And you're like, you have no idea who I am. You look you know what? so desperate right now. You know what's so funny? Yesterday I had a friend request from a, a man and I accepted it. I, I always check out the people that send me a friend request first to see if it's somebody I would even like jive with or, you know. So anyways, I accepted them. Say exactly that happened. A few minutes go by and he's like, hey, how are you? I said, hey, so nice to connect. I'd love to learn more about you. I said, how old are you? Where are you from? What do you do? He said, I'm 55. I'm a doctor in um, England. I said, no way. I said, that's so cool. He said, what do you do? So I told him what you and I do. And I said, I'm a business partner. I go on and on. He's like, that's so awesome. He said, how old are you? I said, 27. He's like, you're 27 and that's what you do? I said, yeah, that's what I do. And then right away, he's like, well, I do cryptocurrency. Would you ever want to do this, 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 and this? I said, I said, no. I said, actually, that doesn't align with what I'm doing. And it has nothing to do with what I would love to do. So... I'm really not interested in it. But that's the thing, right? It's to before you pitch what it is that you're doing to have somebody join your team or even look at what it is you do, 
you need to ask those valuable questions to see if it even aligns because I'll say it again and again and again, not everybody needs or wants your product or service. Yeah. Right. So asking those questions because somebody that could be valuable to you, whether or whether or not they want your product or service could really bring value to your business if they don't want it, but it's keeping that relationship good, not just being annoying. And then they're just like, Hey, I don't even want to talk to you now. And then instantly take back the friend request and re unfriend them or whatever you do. Yeah. Um, but it's like that simple just to be like, okay, this didn't represent the opportunity for me to say what it is that I do because I don't feel like they align with that. They're not interested. So I'm not even going to bring it up. I'll just keep this person, somebody that I connect with because right after that, he said, I actually really love how you presented that, that you're not interested. And I would love to connect with you and see if we can collaborate somehow. And I'd love to meet your business partner too. Right. So that's powerful in itself. Yeah. So I used to do that when I got into network marketing, I got, you get excited, right? You get excited yeah. and you're like, I want everybody to do this. I want to do well. I want to create freedom. So you literally spam, spam your friend requests. You spam your friends, you spam your family and you're like, take a look at this. Oh my gosh. I think you'd absolutely love it. And I used to do it too. And it got me nowhere. So then I'd quit network marketing. I just had recently a friend of mine who just joined a network marketing business and she did the exact same thing to me. And, you know, being friends, you want to be cautious of how, how you approach their newfound excitement. But then she's like, if you know anybody who wants this, you know, here's my link. And she kept sending me the link. And I'm like, this is not, not how it goes. Yes, we get excited, but people don't want to buy weight loss. They don't want to buy weight loss products. They yeah. want to buy the end result. That's what they want. They want the feeling. They don't want to have to buy the exercise program, the meal plan, the supplements. They want to buy the results that you are showing, the feeling that you're giving them, the accountability that you're going to offer them. That's what they want. And that's why you see network marketers who are so successful because they go above and beyond their product. They're not about the product. They're about how can I serve my clients on a scale that they will have the results. So then I will have testimonials because they're getting results from me and in turn referrals because that's where it comes from, right? And so the goal of effective communication is to prompt people to say, me too. I can do that too. Why not me? Instead of so what? So what if you do this? So what if you have this to offer? So what if these are the results, right? And that's where a lot of miscommunication happens. You know what I just had? Like, <laughs> I just kind of zoned out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about, I do this kind of often in my life. I zone out for a minute and I think about my life and I think, I love my life. Like, I honestly love my life and I it's because I enjoy what I do and I'm a product of what it is that I do. Right. Because whenever it is what when you're doing whatever it is you're doing, you need to show up. Like Sarah just said, you need to be a product of your product, because if you're showing up and and Sarah and I are our mindset and sales and we're showing that, you know, you 
you we talk about it all the time how you have to practice on your mindset we show you our our daily gratitude and our visualizations and and talk about sales and teach and serve with an open heart when people see that from you and you're never trying to push a sale that right there is a major turning point in your business because they can see that you're just showing up being a product of what it is you do serving with an open heart and i'm going to tell you right now when you do that you don't need to push a sale because people come to you with what it is you're doing and they're drawn to you and they want to know how yeah that's the hugest thing that i've learned since getting into all of this is because i used to be that person i used to be ding 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 in your messenger being like look at what i have there's a there's a promo buy two get one free da, 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 da. and someone's like what what the hell is that i don't even know i've i that's what you're told but when you just show up and you serve and you and you show yourself being a product of your product or your your package or service people are drawn to you they're yeah. drawn to what it is that you offer. They're drawn to you. So this there's there's a part of sales that Kaylee's an expert at. And one of my favorite quotes is by George Bernard Shaw. The greatest problem with communication is the illusion that is it has been accomplished. And Kaylee can paint the picture, right? So it is. It's painting the picture for your client on say, you know, where's your client now? Okay. Asking the questions, asking the questions, but do you have a family? Where are you from? What do you do? Do you have a business? What are your goals for the next six to 12 months? What have you tried? Have you had a mentor before? And then Kaylee comes in and paints the picture. So let's say, you know, five years from now, you're in the exact same place where you are. How would that make you feel? So imagine if you got started with a mentor or coach and in five years from now, you're on the beach, you're traveling with your family, you're doing what you absolutely love to do. You've retired your spouse, you know, you're on a boat, maybe you're living the RV life. How would that make you feel? See how it ends with a question always has to end with that question. And you have to create the picture for them because a lot of people who are hurting, a lot of people who don't know that they want your product or service, they just don't know because they're not open. Yeah, they can't see that. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> they, yeah, no. can't, they can't see it, right? So you yeah. have to help them. Paint that picture. Ask the hard questions. Because in the hard questions is where you see the hard thoughts come out of you. Like the things you've never thought of, right? So having those questions planned out for your message and for what it is you do is the value that's where you're going to get the turnaround for your business that's where you're going to get like the massive momentum in your business when you have the value the valuable questions when you have the um the uh what did you say sarah the um objections sorry <laughs> i was a little lost there for a minute when you have the objections to those valuable questions, right? Because when they come back with the objections, this happens all the time. Well, I can't because mm, whatever. No, I right? can't, but, 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 no, that's the thing you sit on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's so, why you're not moving because of your butt. So yeah. when... <laughs> 
because when you have the valuable questions and then you have the objections all laid out and you fire that back at them, they have no answer. They're like, you're right. I'm yep. in my own goddamn way. I need you. I need you to kick my ass and I need you to get me there. And that's when they're like, I can't bullshit you. I've bullshitted myself so much of my life that now I'm trying to say the same shit to you that I say to myself every single day. And you're like, no, that's not how it is. You're not going to move. You're not going to get anywhere. I'm yeah. telling you right now what you're saying. I can see your future. I know what it looks like. Tell them again what it looks like. Tell them again what it looks like. Keep asking questions. What, yes. if, what if it doesn't change? Okay, so you tell me you want this change, so what if it doesn't change? What if 30 years goes down the road and you're in the exact same position? Because that's not uncommon. It happens. People, people at the when they're dying, they don't look back and, and look at what it is that they did. They look at, at what they didn't do, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say 30 years goes down the road. What would you be willing to pay to come back to today and take this offer to change your life so in six to 12 months from now, you can start checking things off of this list that you want. Yeah. Right. So Tony Robbins says that quality questions create a quality life. They're life changing. Successful people ask better questions and as a result, they get better answers. Right. Because when you want to change their life, it's not just the sale. And if you're in it just for the sale, find another fucking career. Yeah. Because it's, you shouldn't be in it for the sale. Yes, you want to create financial freedom yourself, and you will. The more you serve, the more you will get back. But if you're in it just for the money, forget about it. You need to wake up every single morning with the fire under your ass and the passion in your heart to do it. Yeah. Not for the money. I mean, the money comes. No matter what you do in life, the money comes. You have to love what you do. You have to get up and serve. You have to do it with an open heart, knowing what I'm doing is changing the world. What I'm doing is helping people. What I'm doing is changing lives. And that's that comes with anything that you choose to do. But when you're just doing it for the money or you're just doing it for whatever, that's right there. You block yourself. Yeah. Great questions inform. Sorry. Good questions inform. Great questions transform. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So it is. It's all in the value of the questions you ask. It's all in the value of communication with your prospects and your leads. Because without communication, there is no turnover in your business. There sales, is no sale that comes from it. Sales is content plus communication. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. That's why people spend millions and millions and millions of dollars a year, sometimes even a month. There's people who spend million dollars a month on advertising yeah. and marketing so that they get their message out because it's their message. You don't buy something because you like the, the photo. You buy it because of the feeling that it gave you. Listen to this quote. You will never be able to bet on yourself unless you believe in yourself. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a sticky note worthy quote right there. <laughs> it sure is. Slap her up on your wall. Oh, it's happening. That's so good. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in you and come from the happiness with you in, within you to serve and do what it is you love. Because let me tell you, I've been in both places. I've been in wanting just the money, pushing, 
doing all the things that didn't work and now doing it from a serving heart and just giving the most value that I can. And with that change, it went from working full-time, doing a side hustle, busting my ass, to the life I have now just by changing that. This quote is for you. A dream is something you really want to do, but a calling is something you have to do. Yes. That's the difference. Um, So if you guys are listening and you're not closing sales and your calendar is booked and you're doing everything, you're trying to do the lead generating, you're trying to get on the calls, you're doing the pre-qualifying, you're doing your launches and your master classes and your boot camps and you're not really scaling your business, send us a message, info at sarahesterbrook.com. And um, we would love to get on a call with you and, and see how we can help you. Absolutely. We are here to help you. So send a message on over. Have a fabulous weekend. Once again, <laughs> I don't know the weekend's here already, but have a great weekend and we will see you back here on Monday. See you later. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. Join us for our next episode with more exciting and mind-blowing information you won't want to miss. You can also visit our Facebook group, Mindset Theory, for more valuable information in mindset and strategy.